Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He is a writer, a producer, and an NBA Twitter savant. It's Josiah Johnson. Wow, you actually said NBA Twitter savant. <laughs> I just, honestly, I really appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me on. Super Thanks excited to be here. here. Oh. One game at a time. Yeah. Helping you in your development. Oh, oh thank you thank so much. You. We're so excited to have you on. Yeah. Y- oh, thank you. You just asked if we were singing in the yeah. in the theme song and we are not unfortunately where, where did you guys get that is that like is that like a real thing or did somebody make it for you or how, yeah that, okay. our lovely friend of ours oh, awesome. Andrew okay. Clotworthy we asked him to make us a song we gave him very little direction we just said it's about basketball we would like a female vocalist that was uh, awesome and, and, that's, make and it, that's what he make made make it positive yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to the song like yo is this like a platinum hit that I've never heard before because that's how it felt or it felt like a Saturday morning cartoon like you guys can really make a show out of this and go pitch it out it's and you're good. have a great theme oh my yeah. god Dunktown Saturday morning cartoon that would be amazing <laughs> that is kind of on brand I think for it us. is on brand if you guys sell it just uh, like a producer credit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for giving the idea yeah executive producer Josiah John. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much for coming on our show thank on you. this chilly Saturday afternoon. It is cold. Yeah. It's very cold. Do you want a blanket by <laughs> I'm okay. Thank okay. You. <laughs> if you do, just let me know. Or anytime. hot chocolate, you know, yeah. maybe anything. some hot chocolate in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, first let's start by hearing a little bit about your basketball history. Oh, okay. How'd wow. you get into it? Uh, started playing. Uh, so my dad played in the NBA. So I was literally kind of just born into basketball, but started playing when I was probably like two or three years old. I'll never forget. He came back. He was he was pretty good. He uh, played in the All-Star game in Dallas and came back home with like a mini basketball hoop. This was like 1985. I was was three years old around the time. And uh, from that point on, I was just kind of hooked with it. Play with that thing. I used to have this little Nerf ball that was like a foam ball, but I dribbled it to death. So I'll type the holes and like divots in it. And eventually just got to the point where we had to throw it away and just get kind of rubber balls to play with. But from that point on, so from there, uh, you know, kind of just rose up the ranks in, in California. Went to a school called Montclair Prep, which no longer exists, but was pretty good there. Was an honorable mention USA Today All-American as a senior. Wow. Got a scholarship to UCLA. Got to UCLA and kind of realized I'm not that good at basketball. <laughs> so I need to get my... No, it's actually great. It was great. It was a great thing to find out. Like, hey, I got to figure out my life and figure out what's next. But mm-hmm. uh, so didn't play that much there. Was was a decent player, but didn't play that much. And then after college, and it kind of just realized, like, I got to start working. So I started working in the entertainment industry, started producing for uh, NFL Network and Fox Sports. Then I uh, sold the TV show to Comedy Central after that Amazing. called Legend of Chamberlain Heights, which was literally based on my experiences riding the bench at UCLA. So that's where it kind of came full circle. Nice. And I got that bag off of it. So it wasn't a it wasn't a bad thing. But honestly, love basketball my whole life. And now, obviously, I just hang out in NBA Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> spaces all day and night. That's amazing. What teams did your dad play for? He played for the Milwaukee Bucks. He was drafted for, he played at UCLA. He won a national championship there. He was on John Wooden's last national championship oh, team. Amazing. Then uh, got drafted by the Bucks, played there for, I want to say, seven years, then got traded to the Clippers. So he finished his career there. So I know you guys are Clippers fans. I yeah. saw you guys with Payman the other day. <laughs> yeah. now, I used to be a lifelong Clippers fan, but back when they were terrible, but I'm also a lifelong LeBron fan. Oh, yeah. So when it. he came to the Lakers, I kind of had to make that that decision. So And you went I, Lakers? I had to disavow my Clipper loyalty. Oh. But I still love the. Honestly, I, I've never been happier to be a Los Angelino in terms of the NBA basketball right That's now. That's how yeah. I feel. It, I just want to see good basketball being played. There's amazing basketball being played here. I mean, I feel like everyone should be excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love LeBron too, but... Okay. Clippers for for life. Sorry. <laughs> when did you guys become Clippers fans? If you don't mind me asking. Um, for me, it was when I moved here because okay. I like the Mavs too. I okay. grew up in Dallas, um, and 
and I started going to Clippers games when I moved here. I've been here for like six years now. Okay, respectable. Yeah, that's, that's fine. And I was like, uh, you know, it was it was cheap and easy or whatever at first. Like I wasn't really that into it, but um, over the last couple of years, I've been going a lot. And then obviously, the last year we've been doing the show, we've been going all the time, and it's just like a guaranteed fun time. Like Always. they, it's like good fun entertainment they really like put their hearts into it and it's just fun to see that i think last year because i've only lived here for two years in la last year was really fun because i just it was like a little scrappy team that like it just felt like oh this is like a this is like an underdog team and they're like gotten to the playoffs and it was just it was exciting yeah yeah but uh yeah i'm a i'm a pretty recent transplant here Look, there's nothing wrong with that. I think you guys are at a, a great time to be Clippers fans because Steve Ballmer's an owner. You didn't have to really deal with like the shitty right. Sterling era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, the, the the team is heading in the right direction. He's obviously great for the community. He's a, he's a really great dude. And just, yeah. it's, it's, I was sad on it. And even there's times when I think about coming back, <laughs> but I made a decision. I can't be a wishy-washy flip-flopper type of human being. <laughs> when LeBron leaves, obviously, I'll go right back to being a Clipper fan. Like, it'll just pick up right where I left I off. I mean, why not just love them both? I do. I, I, but that, that's the thing. I never, I joke around <laughs> on the Twitter, on yeah. Twitter, just obviously for engagement. And yeah, yeah, you know, I like to laugh. Like I make fun of LeBron too, so I don't, I don't really have any mercy or soul when it comes yeah. to that type of stuff. <laughs> but no matter, you know, I was always respect the Clippers. Love Doc Rivers. Love Kawhi and PG, and obviously Pat Bev. And yeah, Lula. I mean that whole team, even Zubac. Like mm-hmm. you know, I was really sad when the Lakers traded them away. Oh yeah, so Came I want to see them in the Western Conference Finals. I think it's it's a great time when LA basketball is running shit like this oh, all man. the way to like Sierra Kane with LeBron's son. It's just a great time to you know watch LA basketball. So for sure. So you you you're a recent Lakers fan then? Uh, yeah, as of what July first? What was it? Twenty eighteen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So before that, who were you rooting for? Clippers. Clippers. Okay. Okay. Got Clippers it. Clippers and LeBron. So whatever yeah. team LeBron was on, and I get a lot of shit from like weirdos on the internet, like, oh, you can't be a fan of one person. But I always try and tell them like, no, LeBron's, you can't. LeBron's bigger than the NBA. It's fine. He has a way bigger social yeah. media following. Like people care more about LeBron than the NBA. When he leaves, it's going to be a very sad time. They'll be able to pick up the slack, but yeah, what he's done for the league over the past seventeen years has just been you know incredible. Yeah, totally he's changed it. And yeah, I totally agree. And we talked about on this show like we love players more than we like really exactly. focus on just teams. Yeah, they, and they move around so much. It's hard to be like fully just like this is my team, and then the guys change like out. My guy like, that entirely. I loved is now over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like you, so you're not, you're not supposed to like him anymore because he's on the team you don't like. It, it's yeah. different in college. Like obviously you have your loyalty to whatever school you went to and that's where your allegiance is. Right. But like cities, these are like pro athletes. Like they're, none of them are from the city generally. Like, right. Totally. It's not like they give it, there's no any loyalty there. It's all business. So, so was it, uh, so your dad probably trout, you were born and raised in LA. Yeah. I was born in actually New Jersey, moved oh, okay. here when I was like three years old, I think. So your dad traveled around a he lot. Was, yeah, he was on the road a lot. Yeah, that must have been tough. It was, it was, it was, it was crazy because you would like see him on the TV and stuff. I was, he actually got hurt when I was, I think, four years old. So I didn't, so his career kind of ended prematurely. So he wasn't gone that much, but was with him. He, he basically, he broke his neck when he was with the Clippers. Oh no. Yeah, it was almost paralyzed. Ended up coming back wow. and playing, playing with the Golden State Warriors like two years later for like a good 10 years. Oh my spurt. God. So he wasn't gone that much, but it was always cool to be able to, you know, when he was like, oh, he's on TV. Like there he is. Like, yeah. I'm watching him. What's his name? Marcus Johnson. Okay. Yeah. I'll Google him. <laughs> M-A-R-Q-U-E-S. He spells it funky. Cool. Nice. Super unique. Awesome. Um, I that's so cool. I I always wonder about players, kids, and families and stuff, and just like that must just be like such a you know 
you ha- you have to just like fully support this player because yeah. y- it's going to affect your life so much, like y- your husband or your dad or whoever it is, you know? I mean, obviously you, you want him around and everything, but you understand what he's doing, obviously to support the family and, yeah. and to take care of us. So you appreciate it. So it's like you just, that's one of the things I'm sure a lot of kids have, have parents that have to travel a lot for work. So you kind right. of just adjust and understand that this is what they're doing to, to totally. support us. So we got to really appreciate it, even though we miss them. Yeah. All right. So um, for anyone who doesn't follow Josiah, he makes these uh, very funny little Twitter videos, jokes about whatever's happening that day. Yep. Um, you, you're very prolific. I feel like oh, wow. you're yeah. putting out so much content. I yeah. know. I'm impressed. All yeah. The time. I'm just a, a bored individual who likes to be. <laughs> entertained so when i'm at home with my family the thing i always tell people is i used to spend a lot of time making stuff like put hours into stuff yeah and you know some of it perform well some of it wouldn't now because i have kids now and there's a family like i got to turn this stuff around in five to ten minutes so right everything you see me put out is generally getting you know conceptualized edited created in may within a five to ten minute window like i just put some up last night with luca and trey young from a michael jackson beat it video i love that basketball <laughs> over. that was literally like a, a five minute thing i saw like just the conversation going on I saw both their stat lines I was like, what does this remind me of? Kind of scoured the internet a little bit. Oh, wait, like uh, the scene from Beat It when those two dudes are about to fight each other. <laughs> but it's like hilarious because they're both dancers doing it. That's that so is great. amazing. Like you don't have time to uh, like overthink second guess it, overthink yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, Just drop it. And the thing is like, I always tell people whether it performs or not, it only took me 10 minutes. So yeah. if the video does a million views, that was 10 minutes of my life. If it does five views, it was 10 minutes of my life. It's not like, you know, I committed years and years and years. Right. Like, this is my totally. great triumph. And yeah. it just keeps me active, entertained, keeps my brain flowing for the, the real work that I have to do. Yeah. Kind of always just trying to be creative and think about funny ways to entertain people on the internet. Amazing. That's so cool. Um, So you're like a staple of NBA Twitter for sure. Like anyone who follows the NBA on Twitter is going to see your videos come up, which is so cool. Um, have you gotten any fun perks out of that? Uh, yeah, it's actually led to a, a lot of good work and a lot of good baggage. Like I definitely like, I think people, people assume I get a, a lot like, Oh, you're just like a dumbass making tweets on the internet, but it's always like a bigger picture there. And I don't generally do shit for free. So yeah, definitely a way now to support myself and support my family. And it leaves a lot of other opportunities. And I get to engage with like, you know, crazy people that I would have never That's thought awesome. like people like Jordan Peele or Shannon Sharp or Ice Cube or whoever. Yeah. It's just like people I don't never in my, in my life been able to think of that would, would give a fuck about anything I'd done. Yeah. Like they get to see it and like in, in engage with, with it. So I think it's just a fun way for me to entertain myself. Like I don't ever try and get into the analytic discussions, and all the other shit. I just honestly don't care. Yeah. I just like to watch basketball, you know, sometimes just like from a super like laid back, like I don't want to get into the numbers and the backdoor right. cuts. And I just like, look, I just like to see good basketball being played. And while I'm doing that, I know there's millions of other people out there that, that are watching too. And we all love Twitter. So it's like, all right, yeah. you see something funny happen. I'm generally going to have my interpretation of it very, yeah. very, very quickly. <laughs> so just for everyone's enjoyment. You're, you're not like, you're not like, um, putting pressure on yourself or it's like, no. I got to get out five videos today or whatever. Like I have a lot of friends that work for companies like Bleach yeah. Report and, you know, mm-hmm. other spots in the social media space. And that that's kind of like, it's tough when you make it work. When it becomes work, it doesn't become fun for you. So I always try and do it from a step back where it's like, look, I just thought of something funny in my head. It made me crack up. Like, let me do this with this video or let me voice over this thing that I just saw or do some Luka Doncic stuff, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever it may be, like whatever I'm in the mood for. But yeah, I find when I don't do that, like when I think about stuff, I overthink it and then it tends to be shitty yeah. as opposed to like in the moment it's like oh Luke and Trey both had great stat lines damn they've been like battling each other all year let me put up a funny video about it <laughs> just to, to, to really kind of show oh people what they're, they they're thinking in their battle. head you know like, <laughs> this is what this reminds me of these two dudes in beat it having a dance battle I love it it's so great yeah that's fun um 
did you have an interaction with Ice Cube that was cool? <laughs> so I had a I had a pretty like a couple. I did a song basically for uh, when when Anthony Davis came to the Lakers. Yeah. That was an Ice Cube Good Day parody. Oh yeah, and so that something was like so good. those type of things I actually think out. Like I did one for Drake called Bronze Plan last year. Like mm-hmm. and I was like I literally I remember I was talking to my buddy CJ who who works over at Bleach Report. We went to a we went to a Clippers Bucks game. I told him like look I got this idea for Bronze Plan. This was probably like February Marches of that year. Okay. I got this idea for Bron- for for a guy's plan. I'm gonna call it Bronze Plan. I'm gonna drop it in the playoffs. <laughs> When Brown makes the finals, that's when I thought I was going to do it. Yeah. And they ended up playing the Raptors. And the funny thing, so I had the song ready to go. And then ESPN, after like game two, I think Brown went up two or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They tweeted Brown's plan. And at that point, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, Damn. I know that, that at that moment that it's going to give everybody else the idea. Like, oh, I should do a Brown's plan parody. Yeah. So I dropped mine within like, you know, six hours of that happening. I think then, then there was a wave of other Brown's plans that dropped in the immediate aftermath. Yeah. But for stuff like that, like, I'll actually deep think. So back yeah. to the AD on the way. I, I dropped AD on the way. No, I'm like, all right, Ice Cube's probably going to hear this shit. He's a Lakers fan. Like, there's just a lot. When I make stuff, there's always a lot of deeper things right. that go into it. Right. So I'm like, all right, drop this thing. Ice Cube ends up quote tweeting me like, oh, man, shit, you know, like, give me some love. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> that, that's literally what I did the song for. So it happened. And then I did another clip, like a funny video uh, making fun of the big three. Oh, okay. Which is obviously cool, his yeah. league, but one of the yeah. players got crossed over, so I did a boys in the hood meme with Ricky getting <laughs> shot, but to to you know, matched up to his ankle getting broken. And that thing I think did like close to like a million views. Ice Cube like quote tweeted that one too. I mean, wow. so there's stuff when I do is like oh, I know this person like yeah. even for that A D song, I made the hook, uh instead it was like do I on the real song, I made it Kuzma. <laughs> so I knew I was like, All right, I know Kuzma's gonna hear this shit. He's like, Kuzma. <laughs> That's so great. And, that was you know, so good. And then he quote, he, he tweets it too, and his yeah. mom like follows me, and it's like, oh, all right, this is, like, you know, like, so when that type of stuff happens, it makes it very rewarding, and it's like, yeah. all right, just kind of do it for you know, for to get the love that you get. That's funny. Um, has LeBron ever interacted with anything? No, I'm honestly, and I, that's the thing. I've done a lot of work with uninterrupted on, on a random stuff, so I appreciate you, LeBron, for putting a bag in my pocket. But <laughs> never, I, we've never, like, he's never given even the AD on the way. I don't Damn. think he really get. And it's like LeBron, I get it. You're a busy man, but I know you see this shit. Yeah, yeah, you're checking but Twitter. I think the thing about LeBron is like. Uh, you know, I approach it where I'll clown LeBron too, even though I'm like the biggest LeBron fan out there. Yeah. LeBron does something clownable, like he's he, he's not above he's getting not clowned. He's not a god. Yeah. It's like this is a basketball thing. When you're growing up in the basketball community, everybody got clowned in the yeah, locker room. It didn't sure. matter if you were the worst yeah. or the best player. So when I think maybe sometimes you might see the shit where I'm clowning him and I really appreciate all the stuff where I'm doing in support of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's life, so. Well, I mean, he's look, I love the guy, but he can be corny for sure. So he, I mean he's he, literally but he's like a corny dad yeah, and it's yeah. like the coolest shit on exactly. earth. Exactly. He still tried to stay in touch with all the cool shit, but and then he grew up in that world. But it's like LeBron, you're super successful. You're a great dude. You're going to be a billionaire someday. Yeah. So you're like the coolest billionaire in the world. Like, but yeah. You're, like, it's kind of corny at times. We can still make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're way richer than any of us will ever be. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you're not. I I think it's the it's the lovable clowning kind of thing. Yeah. It's like. I, we love LeBron like he's great but on this show every once in a while we'll be like Taco Tuesday come on what you doing like, like what's going on LeBron you tried to trademark Taco Tuesday you've been in Los Angeles less than two years this is a thing we do like yeah. we've been yeah. doing this for a long time I'm sure we're not the only place in the world that does it I mean I respect that he tried to come in and get his hustle off yeah. it's like LeBron's a billionaire if he wants to try and trademark Taco Tuesday who are any of us to, to say don't do it yeah. I mean he can work, try but we're yeah. allowed to make fun of him for yeah, it but if he doesn't yeah. work we're going to that's just yeah, like, that's, exactly. the, that's why I love this world though. <laughs> it's not mean spirited. We all celebrate Taco Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And like I'm glad LeBron really fucking took to that trend. Like it's a great trend. <laughs> but we've been getting Taco Tuesday then for literally for like 20, 30, 40 yeah, years. Yeah, it's been not, decades of Taco not, Tuesday. Like, Taco Tuesdays have been cracking LeBron. <laughs> 
Um, I got to ask, how do you feel about the worshiping of Alex Caruso? I love it. I've seen, <laughs> I, this is the thing that people don't understand about playing for the Lakers specifically. Like when you're a dude like that, like it was the same thing with Mike Pemberthy back in the Shaq and Kobe era. Uh-huh. Like he was just a player, like he didn't get a lot of playing time, but he came in, he hit his jumper and, and literally there was a period where we were all going around screaming Pemberthy every time we shot jumpers. <laughs> Because we just thought the dude was a legend. Like yeah. to get to this level to playing for the Lakers and what Caruso's been able to do, and even like I think a couple games ago he was like a plus twenty three and didn't score a point. It's like you know the guy deserves a lot of this acclaim. And just look at the dude; he looks kind of like a a slow geeky chump. I was, I compare him to like Billy Hoyle from White Man Can't Jump yeah, uh-huh. in terms of appearance. But then he'll come out and give you buckets, and you respect dudes like that. Totally. So I think obviously LeBron has him on the team for a reason. He was one of the only only guys to stay yeah. in that whole mass exodus and transfer to get AD. <laughs> so there's a reason for that and with the team performing the way they are like this isn't like the, the shitty ass 30 and 50 Lakers anymore this is like the 17 and 2 Lakers yeah players on that team are going to get a lot of credit that's why you come to Los Angeles it's Hollywood we make things larger than life that's what we do <laughs> so answer. do you think he should shave his head uh, I, I think him and LeBron should both shave their head they both, <laughs> yeah. but look I think look be comfortable in your own skin True. wear whatever you like who am I to tell you but yeah. it's like bro just shave it it'll be so much better like you know financially like for your, your brand and just a good look yeah. the Caruso especially or I'm, if I'm like LeBron like look either you're gonna shave it or like get a jerry curl or get something right. like, let's have fun with it like Caruso yeah, yeah. come with cornrows one day and like have fun <laughs> like where you just randomly like oh, sh-, like oh damn he's got cornrows now like we all know it's not real but it's Hollywood again a lot of people hair in Hollywood isn't real that's but true. just have fun with it yeah. hey, that's a good point <laughs> um, so we're actually teammates on Trey Kirby's uh, draft okay. of oh uh, turn up did you did I you did hear that, that. It yeah. made, honestly it made my heart feel really good that we were selected amongst those five different groups I, I feel like I was mislabeled I forgot what they brought me in as but it was like nah do a little bit of everything guys so yeah were you were you the video guys is that what they were there you the video like yeah. yeah I make videos but I do other shit too guys. yeah <laughs> that's true but we, we, were, the we were the wild card. <laughs> but you guys are bringing, I think that was maybe not because Jaquise hit me up and told me that you guys were like, like, yo, like, like Dunktown. Like, oh shit, Dunktown? Like, let me get on there. Like, <laughs> like for sure. Like, I love when people are like, oh, they want to know. It's like, yeah, of course. Like, I'd love to come on the podcast. But, uh, and then seeing that too. And it's like, oh shit, like Trey Kirby's giving us love. Like, wow. I know. That I was, was really sweet of him. It's really like, whoa. Yeah. I listened to that whole pod, but like trying to fast forward me to my too. part. <laughs> Trying to like find everyone it too. else and then i heard him like oh wow i i also i'm like oh yeah well, it feels right that we're on trey's team yeah. for some reason. Trey's like, like, he started following me like probably like three or four months ago mm-hmm. and there's there's like people when they come through the line that fight like oh shit like this yeah. is a legend like wow like, I'm, I'm i'm on the like the level of the starters now like <laughs> yeah it's just like all right you're doing the right thing so keep going yeah that's it was definitely like the same feeling for us We're yeah like, this is like a good motivator yeah. you know yeah, yeah yeah and we've gotten a lot of listeners from it people like i listen to your show because of him so that was super awesome yeah they may have came because of him but they're staying because of your guys oh thank you personalities <laughs> and what you bring to the table it's a great thank concept you. and i really thank like, respect you. you so thank you so much that's so nice of you to say i feel like we when we first started this we were like everyone's gonna hate us yeah we were, were really like, worried about like people trolling us we're admitting like, that we know nothing yeah <laughs> just you know 
sports can't sports fans can be intense. intense. Yeah, yeah they, but the thing about trolls is they're losers. So no matter what you were doing, like like the thing like LeBron James gets trolled. Like yeah, for just, sure. So if you just really think about like Beyonce gets trolled, like when you Taylor Swift, like people who are like super. So to be amongst their ranks, that means that you're doing something right because people don't hate people who aren't doing shit. They only hate people who are good at what they're doing. Yeah, because they can't do that. That's, That's the true. sad part That's of true. life. But it's also like so embrace trolls, like because they're yeah. actually like look, they're losers. Like thank yeah. like, you just took time out your life to talk to me i don't even care about anything you have to say <laughs> more times than not i've already muted you i don't yeah. even know what's going on like, yeah. i don't even know that you exist but and you have to be like you have to be like creating something to get exactly. haters so yeah, it's like that's true it's like it's at least i'm fucking job. doing something you're just <laughs> tweeting it at us i mean no one's really Do you done guys that deal with us. haters ever no not really we 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 haven't we have actually we we were worried about it when we started the show that it was going to happen um but People have, lucky. people have been really nice we do get sometimes we'll say something on the show and people will be like hey no 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 you're wrong but I, I think they're usually pretty nice about it when we've had some people who have been a little either condescending we get more condescending people oh yeah yeah um yeah. where it's yeah. like you dumb shits can do this like yeah this anyone be easy can do it. because you guys are doing it maybe uh, i should do it that's yeah. the most fascinating and then, then they, when they're unsuccessful at it that's honestly the most fascinating part of the universe <laughs> they'll, never, to me. they'll never get there because they'll, they they don't understand how hard it it's is it's a lot we're of work talking yeah. to all you losers listening <laughs> this is especially for you the main loser who's like fuck that i'm gonna really do it no you're not you're gonna talk about it you're gonna get really mad if you it, if you do really do it cool but it's like i think people don't realize how much work goes yeah and don't like say you can do it i can do it because that's just just a rude thing to say yeah. i mean people see the stuff i do and it's like look there's no complicated or complex formula this there's literally like 15 to 20 great memes or videos out there that we all resonate with and that's not really like the secret the secret is when can you drop them appropriately where they're going to get the, the highest and maximum timing, response yeah. yeah like when do you have it ready to go and in your mind like oh this is great for this situation yeah, yeah. being quick like quick-witted i think that's like you're just like born with something like that you're you just, know it's like that's it's, something it's to learn especially on twitter it took me a couple years to learn really? But I have to have all that stuff in my memory back yeah. and now all these moments and videos and movies, like all this year, the years I wasted watching television have actually now come to benefit me. <laughs> so I just have all these random shit in my head, just like crazy stuff you could think about just from all like childhood or whatever that, yeah. that's so appropriate for certain times. Like, oh, this is a great thing for this one or that one or whatever. And I can put it out and people are like, damn, how'd you think about that? And it's like, what do you mean? I've been thinking about it for my whole life. <laughs> yeah, right? it's been in my brain. It's, it's in, in the bank there. already. And I can use it. <laughs> okay, we have a little segment that okay. we use to wrap up all of the stuff that happens in a week Okay, called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Weeds. Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. Did you guys? Oh, that's, did you use the weeds? That's one of the greatest shows ever made. <laughs> Towards the end of it, it got a little weird. It and got janky. so bad. And, I mean, but that's most shows. But yeah. it was honestly Nancy Baldwin on her. Oh yeah. Oh man. It, it was I good at the beginning. It. it was good. Oh god, such a fucking great. Show. Um, but yeah, Gabe makes a new one for each episode, oh, god, so god. it's a surprise to good us. Good job, Gabe. That was killer. <laughs> All right, Gabe, whoosh me in. Magic Johnson tweets confusing list of MVP candidates. Joel Embiid goes 0 for 11, gets taunted by Drake. Nice boy Grant Williams gifts custom candles to Celtic staff. Lou Williams is getting a different kind of custom-made Christmas gift this year. <laughs> Kawhi cracks up the Clippers coaching staff. Celtics fans don't hold back against absent Kyrie Irving in home game versus Nets. All right, let's talk about Magic Johnson because, oh, 
what a joy he is on Twitter. <laughs> He's a great man. <laughs> he really, Let's I mean, see this. Okay, like top who? 16. Okay, first of all, my top 16 There's MVP candidates. Here. There's only 13 names, but what? who asked for his top 16 <laughs> MVP candidates? Is that a common thing? I mean, what if this is Magic's way of just saying the rest of you motherfuckers don't even deserve to be... <laughs> 14, 15, 16. <laughs> no, but, I mean, know. whoever is the rest of these numbers has got to be like, well, fuck you. I didn't make it on the first tweet. <laughs> I mean, I think Magic, Magic's a great guy. And he's really under and learning and growing on Twitter. The 280 characters. I don't. I can't count how many characters in this thing. It feels like there's a significant so amount. Many. We may be close to 280. And I feel like he just fucked up and said, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going back and fixing it. I'm not <laughs> he didn't have to write out Giannis's last name. Like he could have saved like two names and, and Luca's <laughs> last name too. Like we're not we're not like oh Luca Jenkins or Luca Dante. It's not like like Giannis Stevens or like yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like he, like learn how to edit magic. Come on. He also put the the accents on Luca's last name. I don't name. think so. This is this okay. If this is a question for you guys, I don't know how to do that shit on Twitter, and I know Matty <laughs> doesn't either. Who made the list? That's magic? what I'm wondering. Who fucking made the list? Interesting. Did he copy and paste this from he, something else? He might have grabbed it his name yeah. from like he might have just typed it into Google and then just copied <laughs> that just to make sure he spelled it correctly. That's true. Oh, but Magic that's is way good. too educated to not know D O N C I C for Doncic. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's a good question because there's no way that he put that while he was typing it. Exactly. And that's his Magic. Who who tweets for you, Magic? <laughs> what a conspiracy! And why are they tweeting this? I don't. I mean, I'm just. I love it, but I just, it's. What's 16? Yeah. Is 16 a normal number? That's definitely not like, ooh, here's my top 16 MVP <laughs> candidates in order. I feel like people usually say like one, maybe two, like five. Like yeah. Honestly, like I think 12 is a comfortable number. I would like to do shit off kilter. So I would have been like, here's my top seven or something like that. Yeah. But 16, that's just too magic. There's not going to be 16 MVPs. <laughs> How many of these guys are legitimately candidates? Like we can cut the list off after really five, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Donovan Mitchell's not going to be the MVP. No. That's not going to Sorry, happen. Donovan. Ben Simmons is not going to be MVP. But however, if Magic is using this as a ploy to get them to the Lakers somehow, offhandedly, just showing them the love, because that's the thing. <laughs> like People don't understand. Magic jumped on the sword for the Lakers and quit, so literally he could go back to being a regular human being and just tamper all he wants yeah. freely. like Out, just, out of the spotlight. Magic just tampering <laughs> as we speak. Hitting up, hitting up Pascal Siakam like, yo, come to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense yeah um we i mean i just love magic's twitter his i the list he made of like top 50 what was that did you guys see that Mm-mm. oh it was like he was doing like the different top 50 stuff yeah it was, <laughs> it was so <laughs> arbitrary um, he left like he left a lot of people i forget what list it was i remember that was circling but he was like leaving like blatantly leaving people off the list that deserved to be on yeah there. gabe like, will on, you magic. google that like, god damn it magic just like magic top 50 well, like I always List. tell people, like, look, Magic Johnson beat HIV, so literally he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He cheated death. Like, oh, no, he no, literally is Magic. So Magic can do whatever he wants. He can run the Lakers into the ground. He could be a terrible... Like, maybe he was terrible Oh, his, his job. top 60 list. Here we go. On his 60th birthday. Magic's the man. <laughs> what a cute photo of him when he this was This is a younger. slideshow. This sucks. Don't you hate when you click on those and it's like, all right, I want to click through these 80 fucking slides. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's thing. Click on the ringer one below that yeah oh they had 60 thoughts <laughs> they made a, they made content around these okay top 60 films I mean he had Godfather up top so look <laughs> okay honestly <laughs> 
Oh. Bad Boys was in the Bad Boys number. I think it was was it alphabetical or I think it's like at some point he strayed off and like he started with like his favorite movie, then went like alphabetical, <laughs> and then like stopped with like other movies he it really is, liked. Yeah, it's part of, partially alphabetical. It is. Because like Black Klansman's in there, and I'm just like I'm I'm not no hate to Spike Lee, but <laughs> I just don't know if that's top sixty yet. Is that no. is that even your the top Spike Lee film? No, no. Triple X. <laughs> I feel like whoever's handling Magic Social, like oh, let's just fuck with them and throw in some others because I don't I don't see Dolomite in there. Uh, yeah, either Dolomites. I, I know this one maybe came out before the new Dolomite came out, but maybe. I don't think Dolomite number one is in here. Yeah. Um, and this is just one. He tweeted out a bunch of stuff like this. So it how was, can you have a top sixty list as a black man in America and don't have Dolomite? In it? <laughs> Let's look at Lou Williams. He's got Green Book on there. <laughs> so Lou Williams um, responded to Nick Young's tweet. Nick Young saying, uh, "Which one is wor- is it worse for me to ask my wife, my woman?" For a blow-up doll or her asking me for a dildo for a gift. Yeah. And... I think, but the thing about it was not a regular size dildo. He wanted, she wanted like a big black. She one. wanted a big one. Like the XXL. Not your regular size one. Three crying laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> and later on, Nick Young also explains that this all started because he asked her first for a blow-up doll. Which, yeah. Just a cleanup process for that, for me, it was always... <laughs> Like, I mean, bleach. What are you doing? What are you, yeah. like, what, what are you, what are you doing? Is it just do? thriving in there? Like, is there like a pocket you can take out? Is it like one of those vacuums where you can like? And why? Why are you asking your girlfriend to buy you one? Like, you're rich. Buy your own blow-up doll if you want one. And what well, do you need? I mean, if you have a boo, so if you're asking your woman for a blow-up doll, what is that really implying, though? Like, it's, it's yeah. Like, and why do weird. you want a blow-up doll when you have a partner who's like having know. sex with you? <laughs> I don't get it at all, but that's not even the point. The point is that Lou responds, get your joint molded and give it to her. What I'm doing for mine for Christmas, lol. <laughs> I'm going to start saying lol. I'm going to change my life. Lol. Okay. That's what Lou probably, Lou, Lou says lol. Amazing. <laughs> so he's giving his one or multiple women his yeah. his notoriously polyamorous fellow yeah he's got multiple ladies who's like the penis molder though where do you like go get a penis like i'm there's so much stuff i feel like real sex covered this years ago (laughs) i think it's real yeah i I mean i'm I'm sure it's just weird i'm not getting like they're putting like glue and stuff stuff is it's like plaster plaster you know someone who works at that factory who receives the order from Lou Williams is like, oh, I'm going to make a couple of these. <laughs> Sell them on the black yeah, market. Exactly. <laughs> Celebritypenises.com. I feel like that's something they do on reality shows where it's like, they're trying to spice things up and they're like, I'm going to get a, no, nobody knows what I'm talking <laughs> Maybe, about. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I bet it's done. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's common, but it's just funny. Like, it's amazing. I feel like like Peter North and people of that, that stature, but I don't know if like the Clipper Six Man <laughs> I love Lou Williams. I just, like, I just feel like maybe like there's some like like that. We can go back to that magic list and yeah. maybe everybody on that list first. Then Lou Williams is, <laughs> is his dildo. That's uh, the new six man trophy. Is just a mold of his penis. The big black dildo. <laughs> All right, let's talk about or let's watch the Kawhi clip with the Clippers coaching staff. This is one of my favorite things on the internet currently. Oh, me too. I really want to break it down because I don't know what's happening. So Kawhi is on the bench. He he says something stone-faced. 
That's Sam Cassell, right? Yep. So he says it to Sam Cassell. Cassell cracks up, leans to Ty Lu, and is like, you gotta hear this. He grabs him, like, aggressively by the suit jacket. Fucked up his suit. Yeah, and <laughs> Ty Lu turns to him and says, don't fucking grab my suit like that. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah, you can read his lips. He had an N-word in, but... The yeah, N-word, well, I can't say that. I mean, I mean you've alluded to it. And I was with that. Because the N-word in this particular situation, I think any black person can really resonate with. Like, he, Ty Lu, but Ty Lu, you see, he breaks character at the end and smiles a little bit, but he really probably loved that suit. Which leads me to believe that it was an expensive suit. Yeah. I mean, you know... Let's, let's watch again. No I want to see this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock, knock. Kawhi is stone face. <laughs> like if you see the look up and down that that because like look Ty Lue and Sam Cassell will literally work on the same staff together so Ty Lue has no need to look him up and down like that but for that very brief instant of a moment he was thought about doing a bunch of different things <laughs> yeah. like, well, I'm Ty Lue and I'm the Clippers assistant I can't do any of these things but any human being that's looked up somebody up and down like that that they literally know and physically work with every day yeah. like, I'm about to fight you right now dog. like, like oh chill out God. and those moments happen sometimes in life yeah I, yeah I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't like it if somebody if you had grabbed reached over and grab me like that i would never i respect your clothing (laughs) but he was laughing so hard that he wanted to share this joy with him and what the fuck did Kawhi say to set him off like that and for, for somebody like Kawhi, it's only two words. So it could have been the beginning of a knock knock. It was just like, a, hey, he could give him a hey, hey, or a knock knock. And I even gave him the third hey. And honestly, that would have made me crack up because just listening to that guy talk would probably be insane. He is, he is a funny guy unintentionally. Like, I don't. Uh, has he ever made a joke, like an actual joke that we know of? That you know, I, I watched his episode of. Um, the Serge Ibaka's cooking show. Oh, wow. Have you seen that? I didn't know that Kawhi had one. Now I'm going to watch it. Yeah. The Kawhi episode is so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, because I think Serge is so aggressive. Yeah. But he's funny. Like, he's a funny guy. But he's like, he's like, why aren't you staying in Toronto? Like, you should stay in Toronto. This is before Kawhi made a decision. He's like, you need to stay in Toronto. Like, let me show you why. And like, Kawhi's like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> He's like skirting the issue. Um, and it's, it's Just really an ambush. Like, but he is Kawhi's like funny in it. He can like clown around with, yeah, for sure. With yeah. Serge, but he, yeah, I wouldn't say he was like, you know, the funniest person, but I'm sure he can, he can, he can like joke around. I with. just desperately want to know what two words did he utter <laughs> to make that man roll back and forth. Hopefully at some point in life, Sam Cassell will tell us. <laughs> yeah. When we'll he comes on the show. Funny. Yeah. When he comes on the show. When he comes on the show. And if he explains it, and hopefully it's as funny. I just, but sadly, just life has let me down a lot of times. So I just feel like whatever he's going to say is not going to be as funny as we're hoping for. <laughs> and it's going to let us it's all It's going to be a little, uh, like you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like an inside joke. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's not going to It's like when he says it. peanut butter to me, it's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, listeners. Let's activate, get Sam Cassell on here. (laughs) If anyone knows him. Let's talk about Kyrie. Did you guys see this post that he put on his Instagram story? No. I saw it. I I'm, I still haven't read it and it's no disrespect to Kyrie, but it's just like, bro. <laughs> it's so my eyes long. glazed over the first time. I tried to make myself read it. It is kind of just, I just like this butt with three four T's. <laughs> it's but I think he's making a good point about like NBA players growing up in the public eye and like but there's just so many words here. I don't I don't it's know. Like Kyrie would get it you're deep and everything, yeah. but 
you had to have known that that literally putting all these words in one post that literally wasn't designed for this many fucking words to put into <laughs> it. It's literally like a 16 second clip, right? I can't read all this shit in 16 seconds. So now I have to keep going back and then figure out where I left off and keep going. You can just or, hold it down. Or take a screen. You, oh, you what? You can just hold it the screen Damn, down. I'm a square. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I am behind the times on the, on the internet. But you can't zoom in. That's the thing that bumps me no, out about Instagram in. stories. Yeah. So like often I will take a screenshot yeah. because I am an old lady. I can't see very oh, well. That's what he was looking for. <laughs> do. But okay, what is he so fired up about here? Is what I couldn't figure I, out. He's been doing this shit a, a few. It's like Kyrie, you're in the public eye. It doesn't matter what you do. We're gonna have fun clowning. Like this is entertainment. Like this is the world we live in. Yeah. Like TMZ, all these places exist. Mm-hmm. You know, to monitor what's going on in the lives of people that we wish, whose lives we wish we had. Like. Mm-hmm obviously being one of the best players in the NBA, returning back to Boston to whatever you're doing, like you're going to get clowned by Boston fans. They're very bitter. That, they're, they're mass holes for a reason. Yeah, like, it's exactly. not like an accidental nickname. Like, So he's mad that he, that they played in Boston and people were like booing him. He didn't play. I believe in that game. Yeah, I don't know he if he sat went, out. Oh, kind of like right. Coward. And it's basically the same thing happens anytime a guy goes back and he has it right. No, of course not. But these fans are super loyal and passionate yeah, yeah, about yeah. their team. And they feel like you spit in their face. Yeah. And you dump them to go play with KD in Brooklyn. Like, yeah, they're going to be a little salty. Like essentially the post is saying you like people take this too seriously to the point where they undermine my well-being or whatever yeah but the thing is like this isn't new and i don't know i think i think you know if Kyrie, i do think it's like yes often players are treated like pieces of me and it sucks but uh i don't know if like that incident in particular is like what you should be taking a stand about. You yeah. Know? yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree because I think it's so weird when like a player gets traded and then they come back and, and they like get booed. It's like, that was out of their control. This is like a situation that he like actively chose. Like, I don't know why he would yeah. think that if he's friends with Durant too, take a page out of his book and be like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm going to do me and I'm going to do what's best for me. And like, you can deal with it. Right. There's always the thing about fans that, that really bothers me. Sometimes they only see the loyalty from their side. Like a team can, can do whatever they want with a player and that's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, they could fucking, you know, swallow up a player, do, do like Isaiah Thomas, like the Celtics did him. Right. Like, and that's completely fine. But when somebody else wants to exercise their free will, yeah. this is like any of you, like if you leave your company and go somewhere else, like they're, that company's not going to be bitter at you or they shouldn't be. And if they right. are, they're fucking assholes like right, yeah, yeah. they should be supportive and happy like damn you found a better opportunity like more power to you like totally. we always appreciate your contributions to, to our to our thing and what you did for us but like you you don't own me and i don't own you like, right holler like contracts yeah exactly. up. right how contracts work when you're they're totally up, right like, you can fucking dip yeah yeah you're so right it's like this, this is the end of our journey together but now i'm starting a new journey <laughs> i still have nothing but love for you yeah. i've moved on now to brooklyn which yeah. is way more cracking yeah and, like, i tried to do the boston thing literally came here shunned lebron mind you mm-hmm. shunned lebron to go to boston yeah so that's true there's a lot of history like, he there. shunned the goat like you guys are mad at him like also he 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 Kyrie often will you know come at people but he cannot handle it when people come at him I mean and look and there's a lot of different types of human beings in the world I used to be that sensitive when I was his age so as I got older and dealt with the internet and the commentary that I'm used to now getting it's mm-hmm. like who gives a fuck like yeah. you're worried too much you give those people power and credence when you start posting shit like that cause totally. you know it's, that nobody's gonna look at it and be like oh okay we're never gonna clown again or do whatever <laughs> like honestly Kyrie you just saved the world and we'll never yeah. and look I understand the whole thing of players now dealing with mental health and all that other yeah, good yeah. shit 
But there also comes a point too, like when, when you're in a team environment, you're doing things like you're going to be subject to media criticism, no matter what happens, they're going to praise you when you do well, they're going to hate when you don't like, that's just yeah. what you signed up for. If you don't like it, then literally go fucking work in a job where you don't have to deal with that type of scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's, it's part of the job and like, you're right. Take him, care of yourself. Him posting that is not going to change anything. It's just going to, it's just going to put more of a target on him. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're you're right that the KD way to go is is like I make, think probably better like make burners <laughs> make burners and go at people all fucking day and get all that rage and anger out on your burner yeah. and even if we know it's your burner you don't have to admit it's your burner and it'll <laughs> right. be that's exactly. what the burner's for it's like that creative outlet and release to tell people yes. to go fuck themselves every like, player should have burners burners yeah. are awesome like I don't clown like get what, get what you want I love KD like the thing like I honestly love KD did I, did I respect him going to the Warriors no because I love LeBron if yeah. KD would have went to the Cavs He's the fucking greatest ever. Like, <laughs> right. but that's what people got to understand. So that yeah. hate's not from like I don't hate Katie as a human being. He's a great dude. Like, yeah. and I love his burners. Like, burn the fuck out of people. <laughs> it's, that's the funny. You can't say that from the Katie account. And like, I think KCP has a burner lurking now too. And that's yeah. kind of the new the new wave. And it's like, <laughs> yes, KCP burner, talk your shit when KCP has a good. Whenever game, you see, it's like. I actually think KCP is really cool and fun and he does good at basketball. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, he okay, that's him. <laughs> Everything he's done for the city. Like, all right, KCP's burner. You're fucking too emotional on this shit. Let me give these players some advice, though. Um, you got to get a separate phone for your burners. because oh. Different number, yeah. You need a different number and you need to not combine your personal accounts with your burner accounts because that's how you get caught. <laughs> that's how Katie got caught. And that's how it's going to happen to you because yeah. you're going to mess up. There's fucking nerds lurking on the internet that love nothing more than the nerd detective twitter guy that loved nothing more like oh yeah. this has the last same three digits in the same <laughs> yeah. first part of the email it's like shit bro like the dude from the sixers who, who him and his boo were talking a bunch of shit i forget who it was but he was one of uh, i forgot the dude's name but he had a bunch of burners going on and got exposed by the ringers like yeah oh, like, like be smart but like you're saying be smart about it yeah unless you just don't give a fuck like me personally i would make a burner like nacho size burner or something like that where it's like you know it's me <laughs> But I'm going to talk my shit from this one yeah. and then be professional from this one. So everybody who comes with like jobs and shit will just look at this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so yesterday we watched the Washington Wizards at the Los Angeles Lakers on November 29th, 2019. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Yeah. Great group of guys. Uh, <laughs> on the Wizards. Oh, cute. We're drinking butter this beer. Is perfect. Oh, yeah. We did just take a butter beer break for we all just, listeners. We just made some butter beers. Um, so perfect for the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, on The starters are Rui Hachimura, Troy Brown, Thomas Bryant, Bradley Beal, Isaiah Thomas. Off the bench, we have Davis Bertans, Ish Smith, and... Jordan McRae, head coach Scott Brooks. And on the Lakers, Be better tomorrow. we have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, JaVale McGee, Ken Tavius Caldwell-Pope, Danny Green, Quinn Cook on the bench uh, with Alex Caruso and Dwight Howard. And the head coach is Frank Vogel. Mascot? No mascot. There's no mascot. Current record, they're 16 and two, first in the West. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Let's get into the game. <laughs> ba, 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 basketball. <laughs> 
Uh, thank you, Gabe. Uh, I love the basketball. It gets stuck in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch it live last night? I, I watched it live and then I kept it on Spectrum Sports Net and watched the game again after watching the postgame wow. show, Backstage Lakers, some other shit, and then the game aired again. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. No one has ever committed that hard for this show. I mean, I assume you were doing it for yourself, but. Yeah, I just honestly, whenever the Lakers win, I never turn the channel. I just keep it going. <laughs> and so it's a great feeling. I just, right. I just like to enjoy it for as long as I can. Nice. Nice. Um, we watched it today just before you came over. We had some technical issues, but we figured it out. Yeah, we we have to try and watch like every different team. And it sometimes takes a little figure in maneuvering to like get the broadcast. But we were blacked out, basically. Yeah, we were blacked out. <laughs> um, but Finagle. that being said, yes, we, <laughs> we watched it. Uh, the poor little wizards didn't really have a chance. Yeah, they were they were stomping. The Lakers were stomping on him right from the very beginning. Yeah, uh, it was Ka- beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the beginning, um, the first quarter, KCP had this really nice steal. He like he he stole the ball, tripped up with a, a wizard. The ball kind of bounces away from him, right to Javale. Javale grabs it, does a big dunk. It was a wild play, but I think. Kind of similar to the whole game, lots of stealing, yes, and lots of big dunking. Lots of lots of, as we say in the basketball circles, getting that ass busted. <laughs> the Lakers busting the the Wizards' ass. I think the Wizards came out hot. I think we were like nine zero or something like that. And a little part of me was nervous, like, oh damn, Thanksgiving, like Lakers may have the itis or something like that. <laughs> Way too much turkey, tryptophan, yeah, know, all that good shit. But then naturally, LeBron and AD said, nay. Mm. no thanks guys and then proceeded to bust that ass what do you think lebron's <laughs> thanksgiving plate looks like do you think he's going all out or do you think he's staying healthy i think he's he's so he's doing like the the traditional hood foods but with like a healthy alternative like mm. recipe mm. which honestly is, is i feel like kind of blasphemous for that particular <laughs> holiday but for lebron because like when you see his tacos on taco tuesday mm-hmm. there's been great debate of like what the fuck is going on with that taco yeah but it's also like look none of us are the goat so how, who are we to tell the goat how to you know to <laughs> yeah. ingest the food that he eats he, he does true. he's gonna make it as healthy as possible so, did yeah. he post like videos of him i didn't see, I anything. Didn't see yeah, anything i think he's kind of avoided that now just because yeah. he knows that the slander is imminent <laughs> yeah. if we don't if we take issue with what his plate looks like and thanksgiving is one of those holidays where you really don't want to post a picture of your plate mm-hmm. if there's anything slanderable on it yeah for that's sure. true and yeah people are really just gonna make fun of you They're really hard if you fuck up <laughs> like exactly. di- like he probably maybe he had mac and cheese but it was like like a light drizzle of cheese yeah. rather than like that baked amount. in yeah <laughs> um, but that's the thing like the fact that in your mind you just make because that's the things you're really thinking about yeah and trying to project for lebron i'm sure he's thinking too like oh this macaroni cheese doesn't look cheesy enough sometimes if the macaroni cheese is too close to the yams on the plate mm. people take issue with that i do not i'm, I'm, a, I'm a cheese and yam yeah. like close together oh, guy. gravy if the gravy drizzles on both like oh well like we're gonna deal with it it's gravy's gonna, getting everywhere it's gonna go <laughs> i'm some people hate I'm the kind of person that I will just put gravy on everything. Yes. Gravy it all and let God sort it out. Yes. Is what I said. <laughs> I just really like, uh, I just don't want to look at people's Thanksgiving plates. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not, it's mostly just not appetizing looking. I think I it's feel just, a lot of people feel like they did something. And it's like, yeah. you didn't really do something. It's, it's very okay. beige. Yeah. Like 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure like even if the food tastes good, I just don't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got to say the Wizards have one of my favorite players, Bradley Beal. What an absolute cutie. <laughs> <laughs> He's the who suck. I say, <laughs> yeah, I love I love that viral video of him. Um, he has one little dimple, I think. He's got two dimples. Does he have two dimples? He's fucking cute as hell. And I loved watching him play. We don't we don't get to watch him enough. We yeah. only see him on Twitter. <laughs> it's not so unfortunate because Bradley Bill, I feel like the Lakers were trying to pursue him, I believe, last, in the, uh, if it was him, AD and LeBron. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Like, it's out, like it's over and like. I think he's pretty committed to D- the DC area at this point. He's yeah. like, I'm not leaving. I hate I hate guys that are loyal like that to places <laughs> that I wouldn't want to live. Yeah, I, it really offends me. It was like, bro, bro I don't want to fucking live in DC. So why would you? Yeah, like, why would you rather live in LA? Do you know how cracking it is? Like, look, it's yeah. LA. It's cold like, it's, there. It's cold now. Yeah, and it's cold here now. But it'll be like 95 in a week, and it'll be like, yeah, let's all hit the beach. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. December. Yeah, like snow. Yeah. Speaking of wanting to live in LA, I feel like. One of the main draws for Anthony Davis was probably all of the great eyebrow styling places here in LA because his eyebrows are so styled. Yeah. I mean, they're just you like can tell perfect. he gets them groomed. Do they look good now? Yeah, I mean he he's I mean, keeping the unibrow. He's because leaning that's his brand. into the unibrow, yeah. but the the outside of them are like very. You can tell he gets them threaded or okay. waxed or something. I I just don't really stare at other men's eyebrows. It's just a thing Take I don't do. Take a look because <laughs> I have noticed like his facial structure has been a lot better just mm-hmm. from what I do see. If I ever see close ups of his face, so they make it, a big like, difference. It does. Yeah, it does. yeah. Not I think he's, that type of love in New Orleans. He's got like a pretty defined arch and like a really pointy point at the end. I feel like Agata and I were saying that it would be really fun to do a barbershop style, the shop yeah. style show, um, like LeBron show, but. It's us talking to AD and like Carl Anthony Towns about their eyebrows and fixing them. Yeah, just like no, no, no. what they do. They don't need. To, they don't need to be fixed. They're they're perfect. they're 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 their own style. You know, okay. like yeah. we're not we're not coming in here to say like you need to you need to put some separation between those two brows because that's if that's him. what he wants. That's, that's his great. decision. I respect. That. Yeah, but we want to know what he's doing. What are you doing? How do you feel about them? Like, yeah. what have you tried in the past that didn't work? Yeah. And just really talk about the issues yeah. <laughs> with brows. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would love well, to. I support that. Thank Thanks. you. HBO, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our official pitch. Um, they've been calling LeBron LBJ and I don't like it. Yeah. Do you like the original LBJ more? No, or? I think it, it messes with my brain and I start imagining like President Johnson playing basketball. That's, that's honestly respectable. I don't want to think about him. No. I don't want to think about that guy. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I, I, you know, I was a big historian, and as I learned more about the guy, he's kind of a, a douche. So. Yeah. But so I feel like if we if we take away his LBJ and just give it to LeBron, we basically take away the power of point. acknowledging interesting the other guy. Maybe call, erase like, oh, LBJ. Yeah, erase him from history. I need to I need to do work to change my connection with those initials. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I think LeBron James now, but when you said it just at that very moment, I thought of Lyndon Baines Johnson. Like, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So I felt your pain at that point. I think everyone should just call him Bron Bron. 
<laughs> I like Brown Brown. I've I've started to call him Brown more just because it's less characters, and if I need to squeeze like a good tweet, I, I like I yeah. like one line tweets. That's like my goal. Yeah. Life. I hate when there's like the hanging word oh, on the yeah. phone. It's like nothing makes me want to vomit more when it's like oh fucking hanging word. Yeah. yeah or like yeah. hanging emoji. It just it's yeah. like who wants to retweet this? Nobody wants to. This is fucking not aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Nobody wants to look at this. I know exactly what you mean. Um, you're like the opposite of Magic Johnson. And He's Magic. trying to squeeze in every last character. <laughs> or or if, if it bridges over to two lines, like make enough words. So, because sometimes right. Twitter on the phone it'll do that thing where it looks like it's two lines yes. and you tweet it and it does the hanging thing. Yes, I've kind of mastered it just by looking at it so I can tell how oh, you're gonna be a sneaky little fucker Twitter. And <laughs> to get me. So I'm always like, all right, enough words to sufficiently do like a line and a half close yeah. to two lines. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want the same thing on line three too. With like that, it's like any hanging word over a line is just honestly, it's not aesthetically pleasing. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're like the Terminator, but you just see the number of characters like. <laughs> As I've, I'm As still tweeting so much because I'll, I'll be on the fly too, and I'll have to like spell check, proofread, yeah, make sure everything flows, like make sure what I'm saying makes sense in as little words as possible. But then whenever there's that issue, I'll literally spend like two minutes sometimes. <laughs> trying to sort out the correct word like combination to get it to to look beautiful as a tweet man you're so good i you're like Agata's, a tweet artist yeah <laughs> agata mostly does the tweeting for our account and okay. she's so good at it and i'm like so bad i get nervous i do the opposite of everything you do i overthink everything i write too much I get scared as soon as I hit, yeah. you know, send. All, all, honestly, all fears I have. But I think once you get to a point in life with social media, it's like there's not one tweet that you're going to put up that's going to save the world or make you a billion dollars. True. Or, so literally you have plenty Just of more opportunity. Because believe me, I'll, I'll look at tweets I posted before like, fuck, I should have said this word instead of that. Or why didn't I say this? Or, yeah. And just like you can spend your life second guessing. But the thing I love about Twitter, just put it out and move on with your world. Like, uh, yeah. Whatever I mean, happens. If there's like conversation a, moves on. If there's an egregious spelling error, sometimes that really bothers me or if there's like i tweeted out something the other day and there was a, too much of a space so it didn't mm. really because i was trolling and being petty and like the space fucked it up and made me look like i didn't know how to properly troll or be petty <laughs> and that bothered me but things like that but you just get over it and move on like i'll forget about that tweet at some point <laughs> maybe in the next 10 years it'll be honestly random like a year from now but like, fuck that space it was an extra space um so at the end of the second quarter at the end of the half it's forty-eight seventy. um it's you know they're getting spanked yeah yeah it was a good feeling (laughs) because the way the game started was like oh shit this might be a trap game and if we lose to the wizards everybody's gonna clown and the rest of the things we're giving weekend is gonna be ruined till sunday when we beat the mavs and it was like all right no they they just started busting our ass in the first quarter and really got to the point like cool lebron's not gonna have to really play much in the fourth yeah to chill rejuvenate and we could watch Caruso, we could watch Quinn Cook, we could get the squad going. <laughs> yeah. Let the other guys who practice so hard get their opportunity to get some buckets while LeBron rejuvenates and gets ready for Luka Doncic coming in on Sunday. It was honestly the perfect situation that could have happened. It was I'm excited great. for those two because last time they were together, LeBron called him a bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> which is. is amazing. I feel like there's a bit of a romance happening there where I, it's like respect. Yeah. It's yeah, LeBron is like he loves him. We all love him. Yeah. It's weird though, because Mavs fans are like super defensive over Luca because they just haven't really experienced having somebody like a LeBron in their life for, for this phase. And now they're kind of getting that and they're getting like, nobody can say anything ever about Luca. But I'm, I'm super excited. The kid's only 20, the way he's been playing, the, the numbers he's been putting up. He's got the Mavs, who I think like 12 and 6 right now, and competing in the West, which is the most important thing that I think really adds credence to those stats. Yeah. And I'm excited for the guy. And I love yeah. just like unathletic people because I wasn't unathletic that get buckets and do work. So yeah. yeah. He really goes out there. And for the common man who 
who doesn't have like LeBron's vertical or, you know, Westbrook's, you know, speed or wall, whatever. It's like he just goes out there and does it. Yeah. And still performs and gets numbers, which it's always just makes yeah. my heart flutter. How and long before you think LeBron tries to woo him over to the Lakers? <laughs> I think LeBron is going to get to that point. I'm, I'm curious to see because I feel like LeBron's probably going to play like 22, 23 seasons just because mm-hmm. he wants to play with his son. Yeah. And maybe both sons, like if he yeah. can really finesse it and just like do some unheard of shit. But uh, <laughs> if I anyone think, can do it. Yeah. So I would love to, I think LeBron wants to assemble, like he's going to get to the point where he's going to take a backseat and want to assemble like a super squad. Yeah. And my thing with LeBron has always been like, I wanted LeBron to go to the Clippers initially because I thought it was just a better team and better situation for him. And mm-hmm. obviously time is told that that probably would have been the case. But just to really kind of be able to play with some of the greatest dudes and, you know, finish his career off. Like, on a, you know, you don't want him to be on a shitty team kind of wasting right. away. Yeah. Like Vince Carter, who literally like Vince Carter should just be on the end of the bench for the Lakers right now. That would be a great thing to see. But like, yeah. True. Well, uh, that'll be fun, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen. I mean, he right. seems pretty seems pretty committed to the Mavs for now. We'll see what happens. That's the funny thing about NBA players and loyalty and commitment. Anthony Davis was committed to the Yeah. yeah. To and the he's Pelicans like, I'm not even point. American. I don't give a shit. I'll like, go wherever. <laughs> I have no allegiance to this country. <laughs> yeah. Um, at one point, Bradley Beal was doing some free throws and he was like laughing and joking and like I don't know what he was saying. Maybe he was talking crazy shit, but like he just looked like he was having such a good time. <laughs> and I'm like, he's losing by a lot, but it didn't matter. He was kind of just like, you know, I'm, he's very competitive, but he kind of has this like easygoing, like uh, uh, water off a duck's back feeling Ooh, to him, yeah, you know? <laughs> I think the thing is when you play 82 games, in a regular season, like you're going to get your ass kicked at some point. Yeah. So it's not like, I think a lot of fans watch sometimes like, Oh man, she'd be taking this serious. He's getting paid all this money. It's like, this is how these dudes have to like, cause if you start to stress out about shit, whether it's in basketball in real life, yeah. then you start losing more games and you start doing worse and worse. Like you got to just kind of, you know, you know, kind of like you're saying, it's got to be water off a duck's back. Yeah. Like, like every game doesn't like, you knew you're coming to play LeBron and AD. They're probably going to kick your ass. Like right. get it back next time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like that's not the time to be like, getting all tense and stressed out like you're gonna cry in the locker room i feel like a lot of people like you should be on the bench crying like how dare they be having like a good time it's like the guy just made like 100 some 50 million dollars like okay we lost a game yeah that's another thing about luca he always looks like he he has a smile on his face while he plays which is so you love love the type of dude you want to compete with and go into battle with because you know nothing's going to phase them like some people may lose a game and it might fuck up their next five or six games after that luca may have a bad game or a bad play he's gonna forget about that shit by the time he gets to the locker room just going with his life and be ready for the next one like on to the yeah, next is the, he's gonna just the be thinking like life. can't wait till i can order a beer at the bar <laughs> exactly. and sometimes it be like that like oh i'm in la for the night shit yeah i'm in la for the night i don't give a fuck we lose my hundred. i'm gonna get my brows done <laughs> i'm gonna go to ad's brow <laughs> um javel mcgee has a gold or yellow mouth guard yes gold i think it was gold is it, it looks gold right yeah it looks like a gold grill. How, you don't, yeah. The, the, your, your face right now, you, I don't think you fuck with it. It looked kind of gross. It looked like he had yellow teeth at first when I saw it. I was like, what? What is going on? And then I was like, wait, is he wearing a grill? And then we were like, no, that's probably that's his so mouth That's so dangerous. Guard. That can't be a grill. It can't be a grill. I think it's a grill looking mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, that makes some more sense. But I mean, it's a, it's a fashion choice. It kind of... Also, I, they were wearing their city jerseys, their yeah. city uniforms that are like bright Laker gold, yep. like bright yellow. And um, they also had bright yellow socks. Like everything about them is yellow. And then he has the gold mouth guard. That I was like, <laughs> wow, <"Wah!" laughs> it was a little much. But 
hey i love javel he had a cute little bun a little he did have a cute poof little bun. on the top of his head it was yeah. really cute okay it was, honestly javel your bun was cute <laughs> so i'm not even gonna hate do you not like javel and I, I normally don't support man buns but mm. in certain situations yeah they're, 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 you can rock with them. I love JaVale. Honestly, true story, JaVale grew up right next door to me. Really? For some of his life. So his mom uh, is Pam McGee. Like, So she lived, literally, I live in View Park. That's where I, was, where I grew up when I was out here. So for a brief period, like he lived next door. He would come over to our house and play and stuff. And he was always oversized. Oh, so cute. And like, cute. I, I've, asked, I've like told him like three or four times, like, yo, you, and he literally has no fucking me- recollection of it. <laughs> like, JaVale, we literally, because literally his sister like lived there. Obviously, yeah. my mom was his sister teacher in yeah. oh elementary God. school. But like, all oh, this random shit. I'm like, yeah, Javelle used to live right next door to us, you know, back in the day. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, damn, bro. Like, damn. I love his I sister. The memory, too. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. His sister's great. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, she's she's good at basketball but also she's great on twitter she's, she's a great all, follow this is the thing and uh, this is what i always just tell people about javel like he, he got kind of caught up in that whole shacking thing and people thought he wasn't a good basketball player but if you go back and watch javel highlights in college and early on the league like there's not many dudes out there that can do the stuff that he can do at the height he is with the fucking you know boosty he has yeah has he made some 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 dumb plays before yeah we all have i feel like they've been magnified because of social media and this kind of goes back to what Kyrie was saying so that's one person i do feel like was kind of negatively impacted by it but to see him mm-hmm. respond with the Warriors and win a championship yeah. and come back with the Lakers now hopefully help us win a championship and being from the neighborhood like the motherfucker is a hooper like he yeah. can go like yeah, I got nothing real. but respect for JaVale and all the stuff he's doing off the court too like yeah. building wells and shit and like, yeah. like you know in Africa and like mm-hmm. it's just like damn bro like you look at these people and like there's so much more than just basketball players mm-hmm. and athletes they, they have they understand the, 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 the civil service that they have to provide and it's just a great thing to see. Yeah. Plus, there was a cute uh, he, on Instagram. He posted a cute video that he was getting a pedicure, and his daughter was sitting on his lap, and she was getting a manicure. <laughs> She's like three or something. She's very small, and she was like getting a manicure while he was getting a pedicure, and it was just like so cute seeing them Aww. together. Yeah. He's he seems like a sweet guy. He's the man. Yeah. Daddy daughter time. Um. So. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Kuzma rolled his ankle, but he was okay. Yeah, that was scary. That was scary. I, I love Kuz. He's like my favorite Laker after LeBron for okay. sure. Um, he's he's so, also funny. He's so funny on Twitter. That uh, That's what I respect. I've got to meet Kuz a few times, and he's one of those people that you just want to succeed. Like, he's a good dude. Obviously, some hairstyles are questionable at times. <laughs> But we're, that's okay, what I was we're saying about LeBron about and Caruso. Like, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Like, live your life. You're in LA. Get Do you not like his hair right now? I'm not, and everything he does is like, bro, you're rich. You're <laughs> young and rich and you're rocking Pumas. Like, fucking go get it. Like, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Like, if you're going to be like in your 40s trying to get that off and you're going to get clowned. So enjoy this yeah. now. I like that he changes his hair so much. Yeah, like, sure. I think that's really cool. I like. He had this little, like, design shaved in he the had back. He had, like, a chevron, yeah. like, a little, like, um, angle I in the back it. of his hair. I thought it was cool. I liked the shade the thing that was shaved in the back but on the sides it was shaved up so high that i felt like he looked like a toy (laughs) like it was just like a little poof of hair from like too high on his head agata liked it i just thought he he looked cute okay he's a little cutie pie (laughs) i think oh yeah he's a handsome man yeah he's a beautiful boy but uh i do and i like that he changes his hair so much but sometimes i'm like Keep changing. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but you have hair. to fi- find yourself. You're in LA. You know, you're in yeah. Hollywood. Do what you got to do, bro. You're rocking Puma, so you're already, you know, out there getting it, <laughs> counterculture. 
you know, you know, making waves, form your own lane. So just just keep having fun with it. Do they sponsor him? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like one of their big. They had like the Kuzma billboards all yeah, over LA. Like yeah, it, was yeah. like it was, and it was just a great thing to see from a marketing <laughs> standpoint. I'm also rolling with Kawhi Leonard and New Balance. I know a lot of people aren't, but you guys are crazy. New Balances are fucking baller. <laughs> I love Kawhi and everything he does. Yeah. Um, I will take those times new Roman new bounces. <laughs> yeah, so new bounce. If you happen to stumble upon this podcast and you'd love to send me some some merchandise, size fourteen in three XLT in any clothing. <laughs> yeah. Get them up and Support also them. send some for us as well. Yeah, but yeah. And, and, first and foremost, Josiah. <laughs> but no, lace you guys as well. Like, believe me. Like, I went to a Kawhi event like right when the season started, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, their guy shit is baller. Like, yeah. I don't know if people are like New Balance stuff is like. I, there's like this negative, I think, connotation. It's like if Kawhi's rocking with it. He's a fucking legend. Like, put two and two together. It makes sense. Well, the joke is it's like for like dads, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But like, it's like norm core. Yeah, like, but that's uh, legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, it reminds me of my government teacher in high school who would wear like a, a tie and button up shirt and slacks with New Balances. Like he always wore like a suit and New Balances. True story. I was at Gelson's picking up Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving. Some of it was pre-made. I'm sorry. I made, <laughs> The essential black items were made by hand. By hand. <laughs> but like the turkey and all that shit, I'm like not doing that anymore. No. So there's like a line of like 50 people. I shit you not like at least six or seven old dudes rocking New Balances. Yeah. Oh my God. But I was looking at all their New Balances like, yo, I'm just a baller as fuck. <laughs> uh, you're like the cool ass old dude still rocking. The f- and New Balances are comfy. I used to rock They're them. They're like, comfy as hell. Comfy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, break. Gotta stand there for 45 minutes to get your turkey. You might as well have some comfy <laughs> it was so un- like honestly i'll never do that again it was so like you thought it would be like oh i'm just gonna pick my shit up it was so just unorganized yeah. oh my god you knew the orders were coming fucking get sufficiently staffed <laughs> get these fucking turkeys off so at the end of the fourth quarter <laughs> it's segment. it's it's a it's a kind of a boring game at the end except dwight and bertans are having this little feud uh, where Bertans gets a, a flagrant, then Dwight gets a tech for taunting him. Then Dwight kind of gets two in his head and he's trying to be like, like showing him up. And then eventually they're just like, we're going to bench you, dude. You're two in your head. <laughs> he like um, falls on top of him at one point. Yeah. And it's just this, it's this weird back and forth where the energy is just like getting out of control and they pull him out. Yeah. And then Mo Wagner twisted his ankle. He limped off to the locker room. Hope he's okay. But the final is 103-125. It was decided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Lakers win. It was, yeah. You guys, as Clippers fans, did it hurt? I, I, if I were a New Year Clippers fans, I would have made you watch that game fucking twice. <laughs> you guys gave me a list of games, and the, probably the, the, the safer bet was like Spurs Clippers. Just like that would have been uh, like, yeah. Kawhi's like return to San Antonio. But I was like, nah, fuck that. He's already been back there. Let's get <laughs> I'm watching this game anyway. No, I I think it was we I like I think they're a fun team. I mean, the Lakers are a fun team to watch right now. Seeing LeBron and AD do their stuff together yeah. and Danny Green has yeah. been so banana. I didn't even mention him, but he's been so good. I mean, he's always good, but like this year, holy shit. Yeah. And Kuz and it's the it's, bench is yeah, like I have no really issue well. with the the Lakers. Um, my only issue is, and we've talked about it on the show, is people that like 
will yell at us for wearing a clipper shirt or like someone mentioning the name clippers look so, so I'm, I'm a recent lakers fan but more so a lebron's fan so my allegiance is obviously to the goat yeah so a lot of lakers fans because i noticed it even when i was a clippers fan they're very it's, it's a weird thing because lakers have like 18 championships clippers have zero but there's still like this jealousy or bitterness yeah that the clippers could ever possibly even think about being good yes, yes. it's like come on dude like this is la you don't want like i went to ucla i don't want sc to be shitty when they play each other where's the right. fun in that right like, oh let's beat this team that everybody already fucking beat like hurrah like no you want these two teams to be juggernauts and go at each other and have the whole city turned up like it was for that fucking opening game of the season yeah like that just the mood in la and the atmosphere like i don't give a fuck what team you're on like i agree like, it's me fun. and payment follow each other on twitter and i've curtailed my clipper slander out of respect <laughs> for him because i know he's fucking feeling really good about his life right now who yeah. am i to come in and say oh fuck K- K- fuck hawaii and pg no yeah I'm rolling with him and well, like, I, I, I a little turned up off the butterbeer too but i <laughs> It's all it took. It's so tasty. It's yeah, so it is fucking really delicious. Good. Thank you. Um, I just can't imagine like seeing someone in a Lakers jersey and being like, fuck you. This is Clippers town. I would never do it's, that. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like, look, it's like a big area. It's like literally six million people in this like right. greater Los Angeles. There's area. enough for both teams. Like, yeah. We can all have fans. They yeah. didn't have any more Lakers jerseys, so I just got this one. So I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever the, whatever the situation is, I think them both playing in the same arena too. Like Lakers that, fans oh, very territorial. Like, real. how dare you play in this arena that we both agreed to share? Yeah. Yeah. and be successful in it and do yeah. better than us uh, now we have to really bring you back down like, yeah oh, come on man and when they're like oh there's way many there's way more lakers fans it's like yeah no one is fighting with you on that like we clearly you got 18 the championships numbers. yeah like, the best franchise probably in sports history yeah but can the clippers get good too like because their owner has way more money than yours I exactly like, yeah bomber's fucking true. stunning on motherfuckers yeah. and i love it exactly exactly <laughs> it's so. also weird when like i'm wearing a clipper shirt and someone will just yell take that shirt off <laughs> and like being a woman i'm like what are you saying? And then I realize, oh, it's because it's a clipper shirt. You take if, it off. If you and I take it off and I'm like, Woo! I would just turn them with like a sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah. Like, you just told me to take my shirt off. How dare you? Sir, did you realize you just did that? But it's, it is like one of those things where like you're saying, it's like, let's just all, I mean, this is my mentality about sports anyways. So obviously I'm not a typical sports fan, but it's like, let's all have fun. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's the thing. Like we can both enjoy it. Like, yeah, I want the Lakers to beat the Clippers when they play, but I don't want the Clippers to be trash. Like that's not a fun game. Yeah, yeah exactly. You I want, want them to, like, to a one point game, last second shot. Like, you know, like I want them both to succeed. I don't want the Clippers yeah. to like not make the playoffs. Like right. where, where's the fucking fun? Right. In that? Yeah, I also have I have a Lakers LeBron jersey and like I wore it I wore it one time and some some dude started like yelling in my face again on the street just like I thought you love Kobe. I thought you love Kobe. And I was like I don't know you. You're a stranger and I never loved Kobe. So fuck off. Like there's, I don't like inviting that kind of So there's Lakers Clippers, right? But then there's the internal battle with the Lakers with Kobe and LeBron fans. Yeah. A lot of Kobe fans are unwilling to relent, you know, his perceived goatness to the one true goat. Yeah. They they refuse to recognize the one true king. And it's been really I'm fascinating to see because last year like even Lakers fans that were Kobe loyalists were like hating on LeBron and hating on the Lakers yes. because they weren't performing and it made them feel better about Kobe, but now LeBron literally led them to the best record in franchise history and it's like they're not really supporting LeBron but they're just not saying shit right. and their silence is very 
fucking telling. I see it. I see you're not <laughs> tweeting suddenly. You had a lot of shit to say. You had a lot of tweets last year. Josiah is calling you, you out right now. I would love year. to call up that guy and see what he's up to. Just a lot of, but there's so many people. A lot of tweets. A lot of shit on their mind. Oh, see, man, this ain't the East. Ha ha. It's yeah. like motherfuckers. Yeah, it's the West now. Yeah. 50, 17 and two Lakers. What's cracking? <laughs> it's the West now, right? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, they're playing a bunch of sub five hundred teams. Okay, and they're beating their asses too. Yeah. yeah. Spurs Tell beat the Clippers. Right? <laughs> but again, it's just like the goalpost shift. And like as a LeBron fan, it's like we see all this shit. Yeah. But looking at it for 17 seasons, we've maintained. I, and that's why I feel for Luka fans. Like I know they're going to start to get it. And as a LeBron yeah. fan that's old, I'm going to start getting bitter and hating on Luka. I think at some point. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I still love him. But at some point, I'm like, oh, man, fuck Luka. Just because I love LeBron. And I'm, I'm trying to really avoid I've that. already seen people giving the, the fuck Luka take. And I'm like. I'm just over it already. It's I'm like, like, stop. Yeah, respect the guy. He's, he's, he was a rookie last year. Like, God damn. All right. <laughs> we spent a long time talking about not the game, but that's fine. Let's give out some donkeys. Donkey. So I think uh, we've, I forgot to tell you this. I'm so sorry, but yes. we give out awards at the end of every game okay. and they are, uh, just awards based on arbitrary categories that okay. we make up on the spot. Okay. <laughs> Do I have to make them up or you guys make one up for me and I'll just give it to somebody? Well, you, you, you we make can, up whatever you want. Okay. If you want to make one up, we would love you to, but if not, it's okay. Yeah. But we always give out most points. Okay. Uh, that's the first award. Okay. And that so goes like, to the Lakers. Gotta go to the Lakers. It has to. We can't yeah. argue with that. So yeah. we also give, we always also always give out best dunk so we can talk about Okay. Who who do you think had the best dunk in this game? I feel like Dwight Howard dunking on I don't even know the dude's name. Was it Birch or Birch? Bertans. Yeah, like sorry, bro. Just, <laughs> I'm so old now. Like honestly, I just can't retain as much information, so I don't know every NBA player anymore. I've, yeah, like to focus on the good teams, I've I've literally just neglected the bad ones. But when I think when Dwight dunked on him and got the tech, it wasn't the most elaborate dunk, and I'm generally not a fan of six foot eleven dudes dunking on each other. But yeah. just everything that had transpired before that to really just dunk in his face and say, "Hey, fuck you," and take this tech. Like I think okay. that's a good dunk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll there was it. a lot of good dunks in this game. I think um, that was definitely the most dramatic. That one. was the most dramatic one. There was like, you know, Anthony Davis at one point looked like he was just on his tiptoes and he dunked. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's easy for you. Don't rub it in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He barely got off the ground. So I agree about like, Dwight. I think that that was a very dramatic, emotional dunk. Yeah. Okay. Let's give it to him. All right, I want to give. I um, feel like you guys are not going to agree with this one. Best hair Ooh. to Kyle Kuzma. Oh my god, that's reasonable. Controversial. <laughs> okay, ba- okay. How about the back of his head? Uh, the best back of hair. Okay. <laughs> okay, I know you're not gonna you're not gonna agree with the other part, but I I I like that he tries weird things like i really appreciate kyle kuzma's yeah, yeah. hair um i also you know just honorable mention i love javel's bun yeah i feel like um dwight you know i don't love his purple hair but i think it's nice that he's expressing himself okay. in this way in this uh dennis rodman way and it's great yeah honestly i I'm, i don't know how i feel about the dwight purple hair thing I'm just happy. Look, Dwight's got a lot of slander. Yeah. yeah. I was at one point slandering him as well. Mm. I'm just happy to see him back in LA. Happy to see his mind. Right. Happy he to looks see healthy. He, he's been a great teammate. Great, great for the, great for the young guys. Great for JaVale, that, that juggernaut of a lineup. And anytime you can roll out a, a squad with like AD Dwight and JaVale McGee as your bigs, like 
you're, you're gonna do some shit yeah yeah but uh i mean look i'll, I'll rock with kuzma just because i'm, I'm kind of feeling it's like a janky bowl cutish. like it's, <laughs> it's really hard to explain but like i said kuzma's young and, and rich so, and he has a, a, a new puma deal so what, what are any of us going to say yeah him? yeah so i rock with you kuzma i agree i'm all right kuzma you're the man represent for flint pimpin cool gabe do you have one uh i knew i wanted to give alex caruso a donkey but i was just trying to f- decide like for what um because there's <laughs> just, just so Gabe's much to cutie. like about him um but i think the thing i want to give him one for is m- looking most like wario oh yeah um, <laughs> especially in these like city jerseys and then at one point he kind of got knocked in the jaw and was stroking his jaw evilly um, wow. and so he really looked like wario to me in that moment so okay okay i'm giving him the most wario donkey yeah do you post these online? No. Like, okay. Just wanted to know. Just want to know what I was getting at. <laughs> Do you have one? Uh, for a donkey? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Oh, wait. Let me think. I'll, actually, I'll give a donkey, and this is super random, to Norm Nixon for securing courtside seats to the Lakers game. <laughs> now, Norm is a former Lakers player, and he obviously is very, very, very talented. He's married to Debbie Allen, who's gone on to produce and direct and write some of the greatest shows in television history. I think she works on Grey's Anatomy now currently. Okay. But I saw Norm, they did like the celebrities at the game thing, and yeah. they were like, oh, it was like, flee, whatever, whatever. And Norm Nixon, I'm like, okay, Norm! <laughs> get mentioned in the celebrity cameos and be sitting courtside. And one of the things that's always hurt me, and this is kind of something personal I'll talk to you guys about, but I'm a big fan of Andy Garcia. Mm-hmm. We have a kind of an emotional connection. Like he, he saved me from an incident in a high school basketball game. So oh. I've always loved him. And Andy used to sit courtside and I used to really make my heart flutter. And now he's since been relegated to like row nine or 10. Oh no. And it's just like, you know, I've always wanted to start a GoFundMe to get Andy back <laughs> courtside because he deserves it. So, but seeing Norm Nixon really kind of replaced that feeling. Like, All right, Norm, get nice. your fucking courtside seats, playboy. Like do nice. it. Nice. Yeah. I remember, uh, I saw, like uh remy malik was there with um yeah. lucy boynton is that her name his girlfriend know. from uh from the freddie mercury movie but oh, anyways, was she in that movie she too? Was, i think she another was another dating yeah oh, that's funny and i, I just she was, was in like, that rip though of celebrities yeah, yeah. i was just uh, like yeah. of course they're sitting courtside <laughs> they probably are just like this is fun you know yeah, yeah. um Do you i have one? a donkey okay. that i would like to give out it's the potty mouth award to Mo Wagner. At one point he yelled fuck so loud right next to the, um, the announcer's little desk and it came up loud and clear on the broadcast. <laughs> That's true. Isn't All right. Mo? Who wins the donkeys? Okay. So, um, I think Norm Nixon's will go towards the Lakers. Okay. So it's uh, five to one. Lakers win it. Congratulations to the LA Lakers. Do better tomorrow. That's right. Do they, better tomorrow. They keep did doing good. great today, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, keep it rolling. <laughs> Next week, we're not watching a game, but keep an eye on our Twitter and we'll let you know when we're covering another game. Um, let's get into our mail basket. Today we have a voicemail. Hey, Dunktown friends. Uh, Tis Nate in Dallas. Um, I heard a recent episode where you were saying that uh, you were in the market for some new cuties. And I've got to tell you, I've been following the uh, Hornets pretty regularly right now. They're still my number one team because I grew up in North Carolina. Uh, Big tragedy to lose Kimba 
certainly our number one cutie, but I would like to propose uh, Devontae Graham and uh, P.J. Washington as, as uh, up-and-coming cuties in training, perhaps. Um, I've been super impressed by Devontae Graham. Hopefully he'll start with the Hornets more going forward. I'm still sort of in mourning right now because I just watched the Hornets get torched by the Raptors, but hopefully we'll have a slightly better season coming up. Uh, anyway, hope you all have a wonderful day and uh, just keep making awesome podcast episodes. Bye. Cute. Thanks, Nate and Dallas. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry that you had to watch the slaughter of your hornets. And uh, sorry for your loss of Kemba Walker, Ultimate Cutie. Yeah. That's got to hurt. It's been a rough year for the hornets, yeah. but I feel like they can just look to the future and yeah and there you know have hope there <laughs> and thanks for sharing some new cuties we'll check them out yeah. um you guys should write in about your cuties that we don't talk about because we want to know about them all josiah do you have anyone that's like low-key that you're into any players where you're like oh this person doesn't get enough love let me think about it i'd say trey young even though he gets a lot of love i feel like people still don't honestly understand his game and respect what he's doing yeah now naturally he's playing with the hawks so it's a little tough but he's been doing this consistently since high school just getting buckets i mean like and see it to be done at all three levels Mm -hmm. and obviously there's like like a lot of stuff going on between him and luca right now and kind of the battle between them two which i feel like is great for basketball it's kind of like i don't even know like magic versus larry bird but in 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 their kind of younger generation so i'm rocking with trey yeah he's kind of um like you know how when ad was on the pelicans and everyone was like ad man he's huge blah blah blah, but no one was like we're we don't watch pelican games like we're not yeah like that's i think that's where trey young is right now where it's like no one's really watching him but when you see his highlight clips you're like oh shit like yeah that was really cool 65 points last night yeah he's nutmegging everybody (laughs) 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 all right cool well if you want to send us a message you can always Call us at 903-420-DUNK or you can email us at hi at dunk.town. Um, ask us a question or just tell us about your team or your favorite player. Josiah, thank you so much for being here. Wait, before I leave, you guys have your own fucking phone number where people can call? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. picks up? Do you guys go it's a voice voicemail line. Really? And yeah. you have to pay for this or just, you no, just get it? And you got dunk as the, the, the last? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are her fucking getting like, like everything is so efficient and organized. <laughs> I just really appreciate it. That's all I've done game. a lot of podcasts and you guys are literally in the upper echelon in terms thank of having you. all like the... The music cues and the good transitions, <laughs> oh solid segments, Thank and you. a fucking telephone number that has a dunk at the end of it. That's honestly <laughs> Thank that you. the icing on the cake. I though. have to say, we kind of named this show because Gabe was like, hey, I could get the website dunk.town. And we're like, okay, let's be dunktown. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And so, and he does all, he pulls all that stuff off. So thank you, Gabe, uh, for, for all your contributions. And if you ever want to leave... Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to call in and leave a message, you're welcome to. Oh, Josiah. yeah. We would love We that. would love to hear your thoughts. I'm going to start just calling and leave you guys like, LeBron is the GOAT. LeBron <laughs> is the GOAT. And just hang up. Well, we'll know it was you. <laughs> uh, does my phone number show up if I call? No, no. no. If we can tell if that's what you're saying. No, I'll do it in a funny voice. She'll be like, wait, was that him? Was, <laughs> no. was that you that left that message? I'll be like, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yes, you can go ahead and follow me at King Josiah fifty four on on 
Twitter and Instagram. And then just, you know, keep an eye out. I have a lot of shit I'm working on that'll be dropping in the near future. So support me, okay? I really appreciate it. And if you want to come talk shit, please do. I'll just mute you and I'll never hear from you again. <laughs> if you want to come support, then obviously I'll elevate you and we can keep a fucking like positive dialogue going. And we don't always have to agree about everything in life. Yeah. But let's just be respectful and friendly about it. There's for no sure. need for name calling. Yeah. Because I'm six foot seven, 315 pounds. And I will pull up in your city because I have a lot of money and I have a lot of free time. <laughs> he will just pick you up like a baby, swaddle you in a blanket and put you in a crib. Yeah. Way too many people talk shit and it's like, you can't fight in real life. So please just have respect. Okay. Because I'm respectful. And look, I'm a gentle giant. It's true. But I will give you these paws. All right. Thank you. So, and thank honestly, you. some of the best videos in the game, oh, thank you, for I, you make me laugh on the regular. So thank you so yeah. much. Thank you guys for having me. I of appreciate course. it. And for the butter beer, cause this shit has me lit. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I don't drink like that. I have like three sips and it has ice cream and it tastes really good. So I just, honestly, I'm just drinking. It's kind of like an edible sometimes. It's like, oh, I'm just eating this because it tastes good, not even because I want weed. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden uh, you're like, what just happened? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again for being here and thank you guys for listening. Love you. Love you. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. 